Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Hello, networkers, and welcome back to the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker, and with me is my co-host, Debbie Peters, the networking guru, my business partner, and also, of course, my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, Greg. How are you doing today? I'm doing real well. How about you? I'm good, but what's what's new up in Ann Arbor? Oh, uh, gosh, let's see. Uh, the kids are off school, and they are actually at YMCA camp. Uh, oh. they, they went for a full two weeks this year. So uh, Great. You know, so now we actually might be able to get some work done on the bathroom. So, <laughs> Yeah, uh, and they just not too long ago did their... Um, their, 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 baking. their cake baking uh, uh, a class, which was a virtual class that she, they did with Anne Laparo. Yeah, from Cleveland. From Cleveland, uh, where they were actually, we had a lot of cakes because both of them made, each of them made a cake five nights. So there was a <laughs> lot of cakes. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, anyway, we are back this week with another all-star networking spotlight. Uh, These are, of course, the sessions where we open our networking Rolodex to you so you can have access to the ideas, resources, and people who can make your life more successful and significant. And today, our guest is the executive director of the Rocky River Chamber of Commerce and new dog mom, Angela Barth. (laughs) Hi, Angela. I'm sorry. I was just dog mom. Just it, it, for some reason, it just caught me off guard. <laughs> it's a new role. I, it caught me off guard too, but that came with, you know, the package when I married my husband recently. And, and you said, we, cause we were talking about this earlier. You said that you've, you've never actually had dogs in the past. No, nev- no animals. I grew up thinking I was allergic to pet dander. That is what <laughs> my mother told me. So we had no dogs. We had no cats. We had a few goldfish. They didn't make it long. But, um, but you know, now I have a dog and I have zero allergies to it. So it's like, we learn something new every day. Like well, maybe my mom just didn't want a dog. <laughs> maybe, or, or you're, maybe she, you just grew out of it. Maybe that's what, <laughs> yeah, that's what she likes to think. But I really think it was a, she had her hands full probably with me and my sister and didn't couldn't handle one more child, animal or anything. <laughs> so who knows? Oh my goodness. So, so what kind of dog is it? AJ is, um, you know, I knew, I I like to say he's an old dog because he is. My husband rescued him um, five years before we even met. And when he rescued him, you know, they don't know exactly how old he is. So they said he was probably around eight or nine. And that was probably like six or seven years ago. So yeah, he's, he was black at one point, but now he's very like white in the snout and kind of gray. You know, he's like a silver fox. We like to call him. He's a mix between a dachshund and another dog terrier a terrier a dachshund and a terrier that's what he's a mix between which so curly hair not curly hair but i mean he's he's a beaut he's a beauty so he's are you saying he's like how old do you think he is now we think he's like 16 is what we celebrated in november because we celebrate like his adoption date um so we celebrated what we think is 16 but that don't let that fool you he is just as energetic as a puppy from what I hear. Cause I've never had a puppy, but that's what everybody said. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> he, yeah, he's not going anywhere. So thankfully we get along really well. <laughs> that's great. 
<laughs> I'm very lucky, that's for sure. Adventures in new dog momship, huh? Exactly. This past weekend, actually, I'll share one story and then we can move on to actual networking content. That's all good. Um, this is all networking. <laughs> sure. He spent the night with, uh, we went out of town. He spent the night over at um, Mike's parents and ate some crayons that belonged to our nephews. So when we came back and got him on Sunday, it was just a very colorful day. And that's all <laughs> Like a whole new level of being a dog mom. <laughs> Didn't need it. <laughs> That's rather interesting. <laughs> He's feeling a lot better. Now, Greg, where do we take that? <laughs> well, obviously we can go right from there to talking about the chamber. <laughs> I think it's a perfect segue. <laughs> because the, the chamber is full of colorful people, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We're a very diverse group. Very colorful. I think that's awesome. Um, but in actuality, I will say I have just the best job in the world. I think the Rocky River Chamber is such a special place. I um, have the honor of being the executive director. We are a very small team, 1.5 people. We have an office manager. She's awesome. She works, you know, part time. Um, but working full time is such a pleasure with this group because they are so energetic and so dynamic and just really invested, which is what makes it so fun to work with those volunteers. Tell us, tell us a little bit more about about the chamber and who who really are members of of the Rocky River Chamber. I mean, absolutely, we have four hundred members. Um, they are it's a diverse group. You know, we have folks that you would anticipate being in a chamber meeting: bankers, real estate agents, um, you know, small business owners. But we have a magician, a we magician, have a ballpark company. We have it all, and we have a lot of artists, which I think is so so special. You know, because it's not just corporate business that you think of it's you know there's a copy editor there's people who just have a craft that they want to share and it's really I think when you want to pick maybe one word to describe everyone it's like self-motivated you know business-minded people coming together for a common cause and that common cause is just to build community where they're at and especially you know focus on building their business and their business community. And, and I, I remember I, I actually spoke at the Rocky River Chamber uh, about was it three years ago back in it 2018 was three years in um, because it was it was the time that you were actually starting to take over at that point as executive director as I recall you have such a good memory I'd been there for like not even six months and it was the snowiest um the snowiest day in February that you drove from mommy to or no you drove from Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor <laughs> to Cleveland so we owe you for sure Oh no, you you've more than given back. That's all good. <laughs> but I, I just I just remember what a great and you know you, you say it's it's 400 members and so some might think oh that means it's it's a relatively small you're not going to have many people at your events but you often will have over a hundred people show up back when back in the before times right. uh, when we had when we had in person lunches you had over a hundred people showing up for lunches which even big chambers like the Ann Arbor chamber is like 2,400 members. If they can get a hundred people in the room, they're really excited. You know? <laughs> so, well, I think that is what's so special about this group is it's like, they just want to be together. Like legitimately, they want to be there. They want to help each other and they just want to grow the business community. So it really does entice them to come to the events and support what we have going on and support each other. Um, our monthly luncheons are like the favorite day of like my favorite day of the month, because I know it's going to be a room full of enthusiasm and just, you know, 
synergy, all the synergy you want when it comes to, you know, a group of energetic people together. So those are awesome days. They're always over a hundred people. We can't wait. We cannot wait. I cannot emphasize that enough to be back in person together, um, which will be this fall. So we're really looking forward to it. And you're welcome anytime, Greg. Oh, okay. Well, good to know. I'll, <laughs> I'll just hop in my car and drive on down. So. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, especially when it's not snowing, we would suggest. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, if we can avoid blizzards when I'm driving, driving all the way over there, that's, that'd be good. So, so uh, how did you get into being executive director? I mean, were you just walking down the street, minding your own business? Did they ask for volunteers and you forgot to step back? I mean, it's... <laughs> that's actually an awesome question because I sometimes stop and think like, how did I get here? But it's a really organic like way. You know, I heard about the job opportunity through a member of the chamber. Um, one of my good friends, I remember when she joined the chamber and I thought, I didn't know chambers like still were around because they feel like such an old fashion kind of concept. So I thought it was so interesting when she joined, I would ask her about it because I thought it was just so out of the box. Um, and she always had the nicest things to say. She would say how young and vibrant and exciting it was um, and how much it really helped, you know, like her business grow. Um, I had worked for a nonprofit for years previously and I did their events and marketing and fundraising. Um, so switching over to a chamber is pretty similar in the sense of it's a not-for-profit. I focus on events, you know, fundraising for the organization and, um, you know, very similar things. It's just different because the missions um, is a little bit more, I think, heartfelt from the members of the chamber than a nonprofit. They have more invested because it's their business and their business community. So when we talk about it coming from within and being self-motivating, it's on a whole nother level. You know, they want the chamber to succeed because they want their whole community to be in this really successful place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when she told me, she told me about the position and I applied, I felt like I had um, just a really, just, a, you know, some ideas of how we could um, bring the chamber up to date a little bit, how we can connect with more businesses and just really see it continue to grow. Being a part of the chamber, obviously you recognize the importance and, and, and it sounds like you even got in because of your networking. Um you, you uh, see the, the value of networking. Can you tell us a story about a time when you really understood that, that how important networking was going to be for your future success? Sure. You know, that's so funny that you ask because I didn't even think of how I got the job as a networking like <laughs> outcome because she was my friend. But the way I met her was through my last job. Like somebody connected me to her to help with our marketing plan because she has a marketing firm. So she, we met at that point and just kind of hit it off and she's become one of my really good friends. So it's so funny to think, but that was a networking opportunity that just blossomed into something more, which is really exciting. Um, but when it comes to like the importance of networking, I think it's, there's so many stories I could share. One I will share that's really related to the chamber is my favorite days are when members call to like rejoin the chamber from maybe a new job. So if they were working for a company that was a member of the chamber um, for years, but they maybe found a new opportunity or started their own business, um, but they realized the value of the chamber and they wanna bring that to their new position, it's such like a big win for us. It like makes, you know, little happy dances inside. Don't tell me, but you know, it's like the best feeling because we made an impact on that person, you know? so much so that they want to share it with their new business and, you know, bring that positivity to that experience. So those are always like my favorite days. Cause I feel like that's um, proof that everybody is, you know, like the chamber process is working, right. This mm -hmm. networking organization is valuable and it is helpful. So those are like the really great days. Um, 
but yeah, I just, I love networking. I think that's why this is such a great job. They say, you know, being a connector is such a valuable trait. And I don't, I didn't realize like what being a connector meant until you get to just do it full time. And being a people person is um, a huge help when it comes to being a connector, but (laughs) You know, just appreciating all of the, you know, synergy that comes from the passion that business owners have is really, really exciting. I mean, obviously, you you really do value the networking quite a bit. Uh, and you've, you've probably seen a lot of it. And you've probably seen people who do it well, and some who don't do it so well. Would you have maybe some tips for our listeners that could help point them in the good direction? <laughs> Absolutely. I I mean, it's so funny because when you get to like host the event and just watch people network, I feel like you look at so many things and you just wonder like, would I be doing that if I was in their position right now? Like, I don't, I wonder, but it also really just helps, you know, to identify, you know, those things to do. But when it comes to tips, I would say one of the most valuable things I learned when it comes to networking is to be curious, Mm. right? Like ask questions. I love when, um, not that I want to take over the conversation, but when I start off asking questions, because I think the ball's kind of in my court and I get to learn everything I want to learn. You know, I wish my name tag would just say like, tell me everything. <laughs> because I, there's so many things I want to know about someone, especially business owners. Like, when did you start your business? What was the tipping point when you knew it was time? Where did your name come from? Like so many things, you know, that I'm just so interested in and I can't always get out right away. But I think being curious and asking questions is like the best place to come from because it just shows like how interested, you know, you are as a networker and what they have to offer. Um, okay. okay. And now, Angela, I, I think you have some sway over how those name tags are made. Can, I mean, can't you actually put <laughs> Angela Barr, tell me everything? In- <laughs> tell me everything. Maybe that's what mine will say once we're back in person. That's great. <laughs> right, we can so sell them too. Good. This is a marketing idea. We'll sell them next. Yeah, okay. There we go. So, <laughs> So we definitely want to be curious. Okay, what what other things could people do to to improve their networking skills? Um, I feel like also I like I um like when you meet someone, you don't necessarily it's not about like proving your value, but I also I feel like showing someone like how you can help is a really great way too. So maybe making the first move when it comes to making a connection. Like I might, you know, really want to work with you in some capacity, but I know someone who could, you know, who could you know, purchase your products or use your service. So I want to show you the benefit of nurturing our relationship so we can move forward too. So sometimes I think like just making the first move when it comes to connecting them to someone else could be really valuable. Mm, make the first move. I like that. And when it comes to connections, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's me. I always like to ask if it's okay when I introduce people, that would be maybe like my third tip, like ask, like I have this other company that I think is amazing. Or do you mind if I like introduce you over email? Because I feel like I never want to catch anyone off guard. And I never want to make an introduction and have it fall. Flat, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, and, and it, it, I think there are people out there, let's face it, there are people who um, they will go into that hard sell mode. And so if you were doing that introduction without permission, I think they're, they're the, the recipient of that might be, well, you know, I'm not comfortable. You know, they, they, I don't want people calling me up and just, you know, doing the hard, hard sell on me. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's an excellent idea is, you know, let's, let's make sure it's okay on both sides right. that, you know, is it okay if I pass your name along and I'll do that with speakers all the time. My fellow speakers, I'll say, hey, you know, I just spoke at this group. Um, is it okay if I pass your name along? Um, because, you know, sometimes I'll speak at small groups that, that don't, don't pay. 
don't tell anybody that I, I will sometimes for no fee, you know, because, um, <laughs> but you know, it's some, there, there are definite advantages sometimes, but before I tell my friends who are, you know, high paid speakers, Hey, I got this potential speaking opportunity. It doesn't pay. I want to ask them if that's okay first, you know? <laughs> well, I learned the hard way. One time years ago, I connected someone with like a real estate agent friend of mine and she was just swamped. Mm. She didn't have the capacity to take on one more client. And I just remember thinking like how I just maybe, you know, put this other new connection in jeopardy because I connected them to someone and it was kind of a waste of time. So from then on, I just learned like, does this person have the threshold to take on new business? Are they looking for new clients or can they provide what this person's looking for? You know, leg work in the behind the scenes, I think just really helps to grow, you know, those connections that you're making and make it more valuable for everybody. Cause that's why we're all here, you know? Definitely, definitely. So tell me, what's what's some of the things that are coming up with the, the uh, chamber? What are some of the things you're looking forward to? Oh my goodness, we are we are reopening. We are so excited. We cannot Woo-hoo! be more excited. <laughs> I know the governor had big news yesterday for the state of Ohio, and it aligns perfectly with the plans that we have at the chamber. So this whole summer, we have um, some outdoor happy hours planned, which we're really excited at some of our member restaurants and bars. Um, But July is especially special because we're going to do a taste of river raffle. Normally, we would have an event. A taste of river raffle? Exactly. See, this is a spin on one of the events. You know, COVID has taught us all to get creative, right? We have to reimagine the way. <laughs> that's that's one way to say it. <laughs> I mean, it's challenged us in many ways. Creativity is one of them. So we kind of, you know, every summer we have the Taste of River, which is normally this just really delicious afternoon where we get to feature all of our member restaurants and just eat, right? Like how mm-hmm. awesome is that? But we just weren't sure if this summer was going to be the right time to host that kind of event. So we we reimagined, we twisted and turned, and we thought, how can we still support this industry of restaurants without, you know, having an event that at one point we thought could have been a super spreader, you know? So we decided <laughs> to do a raffle. You're, that's really not a, a marketing piece you want. <laughs> I, right? Not the angle we were going for with any of our events. So we decided to just offer the raffle so anytime a member or anytime a member of the community it can be anyone goes to one of the restaurants um all they have to do is upload their receipt and they get entered into a raffle to win restaurant gift cards so they're already going to the restaurants the restaurants already providing them food we're not asking them to do anything like outside of their normal day-to-day activity Mm. um and then hopefully we just encourage more people to support our restaurants um whether it's takeout whether it's eating on their patio or anything we just want to see everyone flourish so um it's a win-win situation you get good food they get good business and we you know have a good time all around excellent well that sounds really great and thank you as I understand, you also have a business expo coming up in the fall, right? We do. This was a big decision over the past few months is whether we should plan to have the business expo in person or postpone it. Because obviously we want to just be as responsible as possible um, within the community. But last month we said, let's do this. Like, let's go for it for October. Um, we plan to have our luncheons in person that you've mentioned starting in August. So we just have high hopes. So October 14th is our annual business expo. Um, I'm sure everybody out there has heard of it because the Rocky River Chamber Business Expo is one for the books. Um, we hold it at the Dom, um, Don Emerly Civic Center here in Rocky River. We have over 100 exhibitors, which obviously we will change if restrictions are necessary, but we hope to have, you know, a really um, packed room that is just buzzing with 
wonderful energy and business connections being made, you know, all afternoon long. So um, we have a handful of sponsors already on board. We're obviously open to more. And then of course, right now we're really focused on sending out those exhibitors who are going to come connect with the, com the business community, but also um, like residents. It's not just a business to business expo. It's business to community. So really anything goes, including Jungle Bob. Right. He's going to have his animals there. Like everyone. Jungle, Jungle Bob. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. You'll have to fill me in on this one. <laughs> I mean, I told you our chamber was diverse, right? Yeah, I guess so. So, 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 so let me hear about Jungle Bob. <laughs> Jungle Bob. He has, he has some creepy crawly friends that he likes to bring out on the road, whether it's for educational opportunities at the library or whether it's for a four-year-old's birthday party who loves you know, snakes and creepy crawly things. He does it all, which is so exciting. And when I say he does it all, that includes the Chamber Expo. So he will be there. Fantastic. So you're actually encouraging uh, not just Chamber members. This is, is uh, the, the you're bringing in the entire community to connect with your business. Uh, Absolutely. Everyone is welcome. Um, it's from two to six on October 14th. It's adults only. That's really the only restriction, but we hope everyone can come and just see all of the amazing businesses that are in, you know, our community. Um, so how can uh, people reach out to you if they want to find out more? They can reach out through, obviously, email. They're welcome to give me an email. It's Angela at RockyRiverChamber.com. Our phone number is 440-331-1140. Um, the website's a great place to check out all of our upcoming events. Um, RockyRiverChamber.com. Nothing too challenging. We have some volunteer opportunities coming up um, within the city, which I think is so great. Public service is so important to my heart. I mentioned I worked at a nonprofit before coming to the chamber, and I just think it's so important to always give back. And I also think it's a really neat, like organic way to network because we're all there to do a service project. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, let's talk about what we do, you know, or who knows who. And I just think it's a great way to make some personal connections, you know, with fellow chamber members that can turn into, you know, maybe something great business wise. All right. Um, Mom, is there anything that you want to do to take me off track? Yes, of course. Quickly before my internet goes out again. Okay. <laughs> so um, Angela. Yes. Contrast now today, this very confident chamber director with the first day you became the ch chamber director and tell us how you've evolved and what, what helped you to evolve. Oh my goodness. That's such a great question. I felt like when I joined the Rocky River Chamber, it was so intimidating because it was such a big group and such a tight group. Um, they we're so welcoming. So I don't want to put that out there, but they all know each, everybody knows everybody. So it's, it was just like when I joined the chamber, it was just like being, I felt like a 22 year old at my first <laughs> corporate networking event. Right. Like I just felt like everyone knows everyone, but me, what am I doing here? Kind of thing. How am I going to help them grow? And it was just about taking a step back meeting everyone, you know, I could one-on-one, -on -one, learning what they know, how they were involved and how we could help them. I think that's something that's so important when you walk into a networking event, right? It's easy to be intimidated, but you have to just, I just remind myself, we're all here for the same reason. We just want to grow our businesses or help, you know, help the community grow. So it's just like, just remember why you're there, focus on, you know, what you can do in that amount of time and who you can help and, you know, just meet as many people as possible. I think that's really helped what helped me gain confidence in this role because there are a lot of people to know, <laughs> a lot of personalities, there's a lot of everything going on. So, you know, just learning all of that and learning how it fits to make this, you know, dynamic group 
be who they are um, was really, really helpful. And then learning what my role was going to be, because I think my role as chamber director is probably different than what, you know, our neighbor chamber director does. It's mm. like you have to be, you know, a solution for what that chamber needs. So I'm sure it's probably different, you know, from chamber to chamber or networking group, you know, to networking group, but just being there to foster the relationships, connect people who aren't already connected, you know, it's just like when someone calls to join the chamber, instead of thinking like, okay, so this is a printing company. Who, who needs printing jobs done that I can send business to them? Maybe that's not why they're joining. You know, maybe they're joining like in cl more clients would be like the benefit, but maybe they're joining in because they are about to like change offices or locations and they need, you know, a new, and they need a new insurance provider. They need new internet or they, they need services for themselves, or maybe they're expanding their business and they want to meet new people. So I just think it's so important to meet people one-on-one, -on -one, learn about them, going back to asking questions. I think it's the healthiest way to, to get to know someone is just ask as many questions as possible and then see like how you can, how you can help, like where do you fit in in their story of success? Good answer. You know, I mean, you obviously have become very comfortable and confident in the job. And it's, it's wonderful to see that. Oh, thank you so much. I do give so much tribute. To, I mean, the city is amazing. The community is great. Our board is amazing. It's so, you know, helpful when you walk in and the board is so supportive, you know, when they get excited about every idea you have, maybe not every idea, but most of the ideas they're <laughs> <laughs> most of them they get they get behind some of them might be too big but you know the chamber I mean I have to say like it's an amazing group next February this organization celebrates their 100th anniversary wow that's crazy and like the pressure I put on myself to make sure that celebration is up to par for what a 100th anniversary should be like I've already started sweating at night because I just <laughs> Like, I just want to give them the best centennial celebration possible. So, you know, we put together a, a committee who is just as passionate about it. And we really want to blow it out of the water and have the best party and just honor this, you know, the history of the organization as much as well as we can. Well, Angela, even though I'm now technically retired. Yeah. <laughs> and just a little retired, Debbie. Just I know, I know. But my long-term membership with the Rocky River Chamber has ended because I'm not actively working. <laughs> I will be there in February yes. of 22. <laughs> that is amazing. February 25th, mark your calendar. Okay, I will. Great. We know no other details. But and that. I, I, will, I will be there only if there's a blizzard to drive through, okay? <laughs> Based on the forecast. I like it. All right. So one last question. Yes. Uh, what is one piece of advice that you have received in the past that you think that our listeners should hear and, and, and learn from? And who gave it to you? We have, I mean, there's so much advice. I think one thing I'll say is, and this goes with everything and actually two pieces of advice, you get a bonus piece. So first of all, and this goes with everything, but quality over quantity every time, right? I, the first networking event I ever went to, I was 22 and I went with my boss and she said, okay, let's each get 10 business cards and then we're out of here. And I was just like, okay, I had no, like, I was like, okay. So we went around, we collected business cards, we got 10 or 12 and like, that was it. And I was like, what a waste. I didn't even remember who anyone was when I left. I think this guy had a purple tie on, but I couldn't tell you anything else. Like it was such, it was just, a, the craziest experience. So after that, I realized like, I'd rather have three business cards and like, remember two or three really interesting facts about these people. So that when I follow up with them, 
it's a quality connection that I'm following up on. So I think quality is so important instead of like any kind of numbers goal that you have. Um, and the other thing I think was just so cheesy, but I just think being kind is so in-person important, like in every aspect of life, like mm. you don't want to ever burn a bridge because you never know when that bridge is going to be needed. You know, when I came to the Rocky River Chamber, I came from a nonprofit and one of our board members and three of our volunteers were members of the chamber. And I had no idea, like they didn't like recommend me. Those weren't, the, you know, those weren't my connections for getting the job, but like I walked in to the first lunch and I was like, I know you and I know you and I know you, it was amazing. So like, you know, I just think it's so important that, you know, you do all things in kindness and you treat others how you want to treat your, you know, how you want them to treat you. And I just think it's important to, you know, just, keep as many connections as healthy as possible for as long as possible. Well, Angela, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been an absolute blast. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's my pleasure. Thank you for asking me. I'm honored. This was such a treat. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in to our program today. I'm sure you enjoyed it. And if you did, please do comment. We'd love to hear from you. And especially if you're a member of the Rocky River Chamber, we'd love to hear about all your wonderful experiences with that organization. Uh, these, uh, the podcast, of course, will be posted on our Facebook pages. The information's in the show notes. Uh, if you'd like to hear more, you know what? We come back every single week. So please do subscribe because we would hate to miss you. And until next time, go out and make some great connections. Take care, Angela. Take care, Mom. Thank you so much. Hi, Angela. You're, you can let the dog out to go to the bathroom now. You're whining? No, I'm just Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.